You're looking cute And feeling cute What you gotta do Boy, let me tell you Look cute And feel cute And everybody thinks that You are the cutest Look cute And feel cute And come on with daddy Ooh, you gotta be smooth right Ooh, you gotta have an attitude right Ooh, if they call you a fag You say, that's right Cause I fucked your daddy Look cute and feel cute And everybody thinks that you are the cutest Dude Okay, so the first thing I read is like an anthology kind of thing, Picnic, Wait, called Picnic, <laughs> and it has a bunch of different short stories in it, so it kind of varies in degrees of sex and like intensity, I guess. Oh yeah, I think Yugi Yamada did one called Spring Fever that's available from Aurora Publishing, uh, that's the same kind of thing, where it's like two longer stories and a bunch of shorts, and Picnic is mostly short stories, uh, but it's from DMP. And like the first story is kind of a sweet story, I guess, um, about these two guys who kind of accidentally end up with each other, and they're kind of embarrassed about it. And one guy has normally dated girls, of course, and then there's the guy who's very experienced. Hold the mic still. I'm sorry. It's okay. Is that a? Wasn't there something weird? Like they're college friends, and there's a trip to Hokkaido they keep planning. Yeah, and they keep trying to plan this trip, but they had been sleeping together before that. Yeah. By accident. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> It's kind of it's know. sort of this the development of their relationship into a real relationship as opposed to this kind of hidden secret thing that they do at night and nobody knows about it. They have to like I think don't they do they come out to their friends at the end of it or not? No, but I think people kind of suspect it like throughout the thing that it's going on and they eventually do make it on this trip and um have sex in the woods. Well, like, <laughs> they don't want to go to the hot spring with their friends because, right. like, that would be too embarrassing. Because they would be really, like, I don't know, I guess, aroused by each other being in the <laughs> hot spring. Um, and so it kind of just ends with them, like, okay, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be together as as a couple. Um, and it's it's a nice story. I mean, it does have some graphic sex in it, but it's generally well written and. Yeah, and the art is nice. Yeah, the art throughout this is pretty decent. The <laughs> next story is kind of about a, a younger kid, so it was a little different. He's much younger than they were, and he's with an older man that his father knows at this mahjong parlor that his father oh, yeah. just hangs out at. And so he always goes to pick up his father there, and since his father's always... Like, oh, just a few more minutes, he, you know, he has sex with the guy who works there. Like, like, I mean, wouldn't you normally do that? Yeah. So he gets done with the owner, where it's like, oh, I gotta wait for dad again. All right, I guess we're doing it for 15 minutes. <laughs> and then it's, it's, I don't know, it's supposed to have some sort of sentimentality where, like... Because it turns out to be like a flashback or something? Like yeah, because they go to this flashback about how they originally first met, and the young kid goes to this park... To, and it's a like a gay hookup park where everybody just goes there to try to score people, and then you know he he picks up the guy basically, and then he finds out that he works at the mahjong parlor that his father works at. But he kind of like blames him, and he's like, "I'm so innocent," and he's <laughs> like, "Well, then I guess I have to take responsibility for this." And like, 
Um, and then it just ends in a weird way where they exchange watches. Yeah, that was really <laughs> weird. like, okay. It was kind of an anticlimactic ending. Yeah, well, it was a really short little story. Then the next story is about these two college guys that are living together and invariably they must be having sex with each other if they live together so and it always seems like in all of these stories like somebody's really experienced and then you know one person hasn't had any experience either at all or with a man depending yeah, that comes up a lot so this one is really sexual and really graphic about <laughs> them having sex in their dorm room a bunch <laughs> so one of the guys is really tan yeah one blonde. looks like a genjuro girl like almost <laughs> a, except guy version and there's not really a plot they're just it's kind of silly too sometimes they the more experienced guy kind of talks about how he i don't know his first sexual encounters which are kind of disturbing and like like one when he's like in kindergarten and then the next like the first time he had sex was like in the fifth grade with his cousin and it was like okay thanks for sharing mood killer (laughs) (laughs) not a good seduction tool and so basically at the end of the story they just end up instead of like sleeping in separate rooms which is what they've been doing because it's too embarrassing now they sleep in the same room thank goodness so the next one I really didn't like. Um, yeah, it's disturbing. It was a really kind of disturbing story about this young, 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 like elementary school kid who is homeless. And this um, older guy is very nice to him and just he's cold on the street and he gives him like a ha- one of those hand warmers. Yeah, yeah. And so the kid starts following him around, but the older guy is a prostitute. Like, the kid just follows him around, and at one point I thought the kid was in the closet while <laughs> while the guy was having sex with the client, but thank goodness that didn't happen. But he's like the client being like, hey, who's that kid over there? Yeah, and, and like, like, all of his clients are always like, hey, you want that kid to join us? And it's like, oh! Yeesh. And the guy's always like, no. So eventually, though, the kid starts living with him, and then the kid finds out that he's a prostitute by accident, and so then the kid tries to give him money so that he'll, like... So the kid can sleep with him. So the kid can sleep with him, and it's like... He's like, I saved my money, and the guy's like, whoa, no! (laughs) (laughs) But they do have a very extreme kiss right after that, but then they decide that, no, they're not going to have sex. Isn't there, like, a flashback then, where, like, later he's older, and they do get together? Yeah, there was something kind of weird. Sometimes these stories are a little, like, they don't really go in any sort of order that makes sense. It just, he puts him to bed, and then, like, in the next story, I guess you see him, like, being a little bit older. But he's only, like, looks like he's in middle school at this point. (laughs) Not really, like, oh, "Oh, now I'm 20, and it's okay. So, it's still very disturbing. Wow, disturbing. And the last story is really a cute, sweet story about these two guys. One is like an editor for books, and the other guy is a writer, but he's like a really bad writer. And so they they meet, and he's always having the other guy read his stories, and the, the guy's always like giving him critiques and stuff. But then the editor ends up moving away, so the writer goes to see him and wants to critique on his story, but obviously they both have feelings for the other. And so he goes to see him. And, you know, he's like, oh, you know, why don't you stay or why don't you come visit me sometime? And it doesn't actually end with any sort of, like, much of a resolution. Like, they kiss and then they have, finally have some sex. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) You know, then they're like, oh, well, you know, I'll see you next time or something when I come to visit you in Tokyo. So, yeah, I guess they start their long distance relationship. Yeah. 
And that's the end. Like, not approved. But yeah. Um, Picnic was uh, at least well written. Like the stories are like at least interesting and the characters you kind of feel for them. Except for the weird one with the child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was it was decent. Sorry, which one is Yeah, we have to share. Yeah. Can't win with you. Which has started getting funny instead of terrible, which it was not terrible in the like terribly written, but there was like too much raping of middle schoolers in it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't blah blah blah. We're seriously gonna rape you. Like seriously, that's my good part. And then they write all over his slipper. They wrote on his slipper. They write on his slipper. We're gonna Um, rape you. Outright tyranny. Recall, resign, you idiot, or we'll rape you on his slipper. <laughs> and they throw it at his head. Anyway, so it stopped being bizarre. They also uh, dressed him in a bunny outfit with a little tail and a girl wig. Um, and no, no, they didn't. He, he escaped while they were arguing over who was going to rape him. <laughs> but uh, that's what he looked like. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, anyway. How is this even legal in Japan? I don't understand. It's mysterious. So his older brother and uh, the president of the university are apparently having sex. So uh, the the president has just lassoed the older brother and uh, thrown him down onto the couch. And there's this great dialogue exchange that's said, um, I wondered why the chairman would have such a large couch in his office. It's not large. It's the perfect size. <laughs> Though if it were slightly bigger, there might be more room to move around. I can't think of a room to uh, a reason to move around on a couch. Sure you can. You're a man. What? <laughs> that's can't win with you. I finished, Wish you shouldn't read. Yeah, I, I finished single cell organism. Okay. I haven't read um, single cell organism, so I have no idea. Or same cell organism? Oh yeah, it's it's same cell organism too. is the name of it, and it's by uh, it's by Sumomo Yumeka. Yeah, and um, it's actually just a bunch of short stories. Like oh, okay. I thought it was actually going to be just about the people who are on the cover, but only the first story is about them. And um, I would say this is probably a really good yaoi for someone who's not ready for hardcore sex. <laughs> they only get as far as kissing and hugging. Um, it's also really good. It says 16 and up on the back, but I would say 13 and up because Mm -hmm. it's all about feeling alienated and lonely and finding someone else who is also alienated and lonely to share your loneliness in love together. So, um, like I said, good for, good for teenagers would be my review of this. Um, the first story is about these two, like, high school classmates, um, one who, like, they feel like they're exactly the same, but one is extremely expressive, and the other one is extremely shy, and so whenever the one professes his love to the other, the other one runs away. (laughs) And so he's like, oh no, is he upset? And no, the other one is just running away because he's so scared that the other guy is expressing his exact feelings. (laughs) Um, And it's a lot of... um, Still, I take that as a bad sign. (laughs) I don't think he likes me. He just keeps running away. And they have a lot of insecurity issues. Like, there's this really funny scene in which someone draws a little cartoon of the perfect girl... And the perfect girl is, like, totally crazy, like, with (laughs) enormous eyes and, like, names of actresses written on on her. And they're, like, she has a little talk bubble that says, I love you, so-and-so. But then he's, like, so if a girl like this came up to you, 
Did you leave me? <laughs> and the, he's like, no. And then he erases the name and writes in the other guy's name. Now, would you leave me for her? And it's like, no. Oh, we understand each other perfectly. <laughs> so eventually, uh, one of them fails to get into university. And so then they, have to, they move in together uh, is how they resolve that they can't go to the same university. Weird. And, and that's the end. Huh. Maybe we don't have to do all the other stories. but uh, I would say then the other story that was kind of interesting to me was that um, the fact that there, there's a first one where it's about going to a costume party, like it's the elementary school childhood romance thing being played out. And the, the boy, for some reason, he wants to be a princess. And someone says to him, I have to find the page because the dialogue is hilarious. They explain to him specifically why he can't be a princess. <laughs> you can't be... <laughs> You can't be a princess because you're a boy and you have neither a mother or a father to make you a dress. What? That's why? Yes. You can't be a princess because you're an orphan. (laughs) So um, anyway, when he grows up, he cross dresses as a woman. And it turns out that the person who he was dressed up as a pumpkin head as a child, the person who was dressed up as an angel at the same party and comforted him was actually really an angel. Oh, and whoa. comes down from heaven. What a to twist! Be with him. So anyway, that uh, that pretty much sums it up. It's all about loneliness and alienation, and then finding someone to share it with you. Was the art decent or? Um, the art was okay. Um, I didn't think there was anything spectacular in the art. I think it's just competent. Like it's not ugly. Oh, it looks. It looks yeah, it's, nice. it's, it's, it's nice okay. Line. But like it, what, nothing about the art made it stand out to me at all. Mm. But it's not ugly. It doesn't make me. It's kind of like slightly generic. Yeah. In a way, but not bad. So. Yay. So I'm now, I'm now comparing all the art in all of these by the standards set forth in Little Crybaby, which is not good art. <laughs> to be like, does it exceed the standards of Little Crybaby? Wherein one character calls another character uh, a squirrel boy. He's like, you remind me of a little squirrel with your little squirrel cheeks. Really, I don't think that's that endearing. It's another short story anthology, but the artist is not competent enough to differentiate between characters, so in each short story, nearly identical characters at different phases in their life profess their love for each other. What do you got? You've got Say Please. I've got Say Please. Which I also read recently. Kano Miyamoto. And this one's from uh, Do Press, which I think is like the Aurora publishing thing, and they're pretty decent. Um, I like that they have the ages 18 plus mature real big. It's really in the big. Bag. And in hot pink. Yes. So you, there's no way you can miss it. They also publish uh, I Shall Never Return, which I've been enjoying, and the one that I just had in Cleo to read, which was Seduce Me After the Show, which is actually quite good. So what have you, what have you got in Say Please? Well, I will say that Say Please is it's actually an extremely straightforward story. Unlike many of these stories in which a series of ridiculous things happen, only one ridiculous thing happens in this book. I mean, apart from the premise, which is in and of itself kind right. of ridiculous. So when we first meet these characters, which are Sakura, Mr. Sakura, who yes. is a high school teacher at an all-girls religious school and is constantly being made fun of for having a really, really girly last name. And um, Ryuichi, who's just some guy who works at a club. And I think he's like a host. But I don't think he. I. It's unclear if he works at a host club or like it's the exact kind of, nature of his job is sort of alluded to. Oh, it's a little to. vague. I kind of. I thought it was kind of clear that he was a host and he doesn't normally sleep with his clients. Or if he does, it's like a side business. It's not through the club. Well, no, but the, no, but th- so the thing is, is like, 
No, no, no. He's definitely a prostitute. <laughs> because he will get in trouble when they find out that he's going straight to this guy by himself. Right. As opposed to giving them a cut of his being paid to fuck him. Okay. So clearly that is his job. Right. His job is very explicitly having sex. He just eventually decides he doesn't want to give them a cut of his sex money. So I feel that it's part of his job description. All right. But regardless, this is part-time work. It's not really wants to do. Yes. In any case, uh, the very first time we meet these people is it's when not, they are going to Sakura's apartment uh, to have sex. And it's the most awkward, weird sex scene I've ever read in a yelling manga. <laughs> and in a way, it was sort of a relief because I feel that when you have just hired a prostitute, and that is not something that you normally do, <laughs> and you're kind of a vaguely shy, socially maladjusted Japanese man, that perhaps you wouldn't have lots of flowers flying around your head, and as you're having hot, hot, passionate sex, maybe it would be a little weird a little as you discuss whether or not you're going to take a bath together or separately and various other it's not a ru- It's not a routine for this protagonist no, to be hiring and Ryuichi keeps trying to, like, keep it <laughs> He's from like, I'm so bored with this. being weird, like, hey, how about we blah, 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 and he's like, no. Yeah, Rich is pretty upbeat. Yeah, and and Sakura is constantly, constantly being like, I would rather not do that. And then, you know, he spends the night and he's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, you're going to sleep on the couch. It's hot. I don't want it. And Rich is like, okay, whatever. You're paying me. You can be crazy and weird. I don't even care. Since you're paying, I'll sleep on the couch. Since you're paying, I'll sleep on the couch. So, but despite the fact that uh, Mr. Sakura seems to have absolutely no feelings for or reaction to anything that this kid does, he then randomly decides to hire him for an entire week. And you're pretty much at this point, almost exclusively in Ryuichi's perspective. So you two are wondering why are you hiring him for a week? You're a school teacher. You can't. I don't care how cheap your apartment like, is. You can't have that much money. Yeah, I wondered about that. It's like this. Yeah. Awkward, this awkward sex was so good. Please stay here. All I know week. it's very strange. <laughs> Despite the fact that I wanted you to sleep on the couch, I want you to sleep on the couch for a whole week. <laughs> um, but slowly over the course of this book, you find out that he has just been through a really bad breakup. Like, yeah, Ryuichi finds a picture of Sakura and his ex-boyfriend in the trash and. You know, then of course carries it around with him because of course he immediately develops a crush on this hot, hot school teacher. Right. Um, although he actually acts very realistically crushy as opposed to ridiculously yeah. crushy. Well, um, let's talk about the rape scene. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'll get there. Okay, we're gonna get In any case, get to the good stuff. By, by midway through <laughs> no, the book, you good. actually. That's a really disturbing yeah, part. It, it's kind of neat because, I mean, the artwork is, is good and the writing is good so that you keep reading it. And by midway through the book, you actually start to understand that it's not that Sakura is a robot. He simply has just been through a really bad breakup and is thus acting like a freak. And he at once is lonely and wants company, but also is somewhat uncomfortable about <laughs> the nature of the company that he's purchased for himself. <laughs> Um, however, eventually, um, Ricci gets tired of his bullshit and tries to leave in a huff, yeah. which leads to the s- borderline rape scene. Yeah, it's not where and, and the, but, but like I, in the entryway, like he's putting off. He's well, putting he, his he's shoes he's, to cha- leave. he's chasing. He chases him out. But yeah. he does pull him back into the apartment. Yeah, it is on the kitchen table, not on the steps, oh, as okay. you led me to believe. That's what I thought happened. <laughs> no, like, no, no. It is clearly within the apartment okay. that this borderline non-consensual like, sex happens. Although I have to say, although I've read a lot of manga yeah. in which one person rapes another person, the other person ends up liking it, and I find this tiresome. I did like that in this manga, I have to now find the page, if you give me a moment to right. find my... I find it kind of disturbing, because Ryuchi, like keeps, even after that kind of rape scene, he sta- stays with him, and he's well, like, oh well. Well, what happens is that like Sakura comes over to him afterwards and is like, you know, you mad at me? Like, are you hurt? And he's like, you fucker, you totally, you total motherfucker, like, you raped me. What is your problem? And, like, it's clear that he liked it, but he's also mad that this guy 
raped him. Yeah, and I find that cool. to be refreshing. Oh. He's like, I don't care if I liked it. I'm still really mad at you. You know, and he just like actually finally does leave. And then they have some strange, awkward, we still like each other, but now there's this sort of shadow of the little fact that I basically raped you hanging over our relationship. But I mean, you know, but you're kind of implying like that that conversation doesn't usually happen. That conversation never happens, which is more disturbing. They completely gloss over that kind of thing. And if somebody's upset, they're usually upset in a sort of like, for instance, in Gravitation, which I just forced myself to reread <laughs> recently, and one of the characters is gang raped by a rival band. Then afterward, he seems to be more upset about the fact that his love interest is not sufficiently nice to him in the wake of this than he is about actually having been gang raped by the rival band. He's mostly like, <laughs> he just slips it off. Like, he goes over to his friend's house and he wakes up the next morning, he's mostly like, so, Yuki isn't being sufficiently nice to me after I was gang raped for his sake, as opposed to, ow! <laughs> or, take oh me ass. to the hospital! Or, I can't sit down! Or various other things. Wait, do you have a point to make? Yes. Yeah. Um, my question really is, um, how often does that just happen in shoujo manga, where somebody shoujo? will... Shoujo? manga, where someone will be almost raped, and then... It's like, well, since I love you or since we have a relationship, yeah, yeah I forgive you. Yeah, I think that, that happens a lot in like regular prose English romance novels. Yeah. Where there's, like, that's part yeah. of the formula is the guy almost rapes her and then they're in love after it's that. It's happened cons- very little her. in manga, yeah, though. Unbridled passion or something. It, does. <laughs> like, it, it overwhelms her um, because it she's always supposed to be resisting yeah. it and so he overwhelms that. Mm-hmm. And then that allows her to under- realize her passions. He sets her passion free. Yeah, that's really, I don't know. In any case, the only thing remaining I would have to say about the... I mean, I'm sorry, we can talk more about rape if you oh, want to. Oh, no, no. <laughs> well, we should finish up the... Well, yeah, I mean, the, the rest I was going to say about this is that it's funny because while it takes a while for you to kind of understand what's going on and why you should care about these characters' relationship, you actually do by the end of the book. And then yeah. he, Mr. Sakura actually has a very realistic and interesting arc wherein he, yeah. he isn't out at his job, clearly. You're right. And he ends up Isn't having it? some like student of his corner him basically yeah. and pretend that they're dating and the nuns get very mad at him. And right. During the course of this conversation, he's like, actually, no, not only am I not dating this girl, but I am gay and I quit. Yeah. Um, which is like an interesting which twist is, at the end. It's of it. a really interesting twist. And then he, the rest of the book is essentially him sort of like figuring out what his life is then going to be. It's like the girl how, apologizes too. Yeah. She's she like, comes I'm over and apologizes because of me. Yeah. But it's, it's actually ends up being this very kind of quiet, low key, story about these guys and figuring out the drama and him getting over the fact that he has had this really bad breakup and yeah. learning to love again. Yeah, and other than the kind of vaguely borderline non-consensual you know, <laughs> sex scene. But he has to suffer the consequences for that. Yeah. And the other guy, you know, clearly is more just angry at him for being an asshole than having actually been hurt by it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it was sort of refreshingly non-standard. Yeah. And then it had this very strange short story at the end, which yeah, seems to connect to like, it, but not like really. There's like a teenager who accidentally killed someone once and yes. he ends up and getting, the specter of this follows him from school right, to school so he has to keep transferring schools every time his classmates find out like <laughs> what he did but it was kind of an accidental death but fortunately he finds a pervy american right he finds a gay american man who lives on the hill <laughs> with a dog i like how they wait I, I flagged where the american man like explains that he's gay wait if you go to that yeah, page. i'll get it i'll get it i'll get it hang on where he's like oh that's a picture of me and my lover he's like what Lover, but he's a man. Oh, wait, is that a girl? And the American's like, well, I'm gay. 
happy and gay. Just to be gay clear. Gay is like italicized and bolded, <laughs> so you know which one it means. And he's an American, born and raised in the USA. He yes, he used to be point. in the Navy. And then yeah, the, yeah, he was like hot he in the Navy. And then he became a hippie, apparently. Right. Judging by his clothing. Writing a And his long, long hair. <laughs> um, although... Uh, even though the story starts out like, oh my god, are you are you kidding me? Random American will deflower him. But then he ultimately, you know, yeah, he has really some drama know. with his dad and he decides to stick it out and stay with his dad. It's, it's like, yeah. it actually ends up being this interesting story about this kid deciding whether or not he's going to actually deal with his problems as opposed to running away to America. Yeah, it's a pretty good story. I like at the end how there's a series of, like, not of dialogue-free panels yes. that bring you through to the end. Yeah, about his well kind done. of deadbeat dad and his complicated home life. Yeah, about how it's going to resolve. Yeah. I, I haven't really seen that kind of really decent ending in a lot of the Yaoi short stories. Yeah, usually they just end on a lot of instantaneous sex. <laughs> <laughs> or worse. Yeah, or yeah, or instantaneous rape scene with no consequences. Because hey, it's only ten pages long. Consequence-free rape. So anyway, yeah, that's I I I, I will say that I I did enjoy Say Please, and the art is quite good, and I, it's worth sticking through the incre- incredibly awkward prostitute hiring in the beginning. But would you say it's thirteen dollars good because those books are more expensive? Ooh, I'd say it's get it on Amazon for ten dollars. Yeah, a lot of Yaoi is like good. twelve dollars. Even these very mediocre, a lot of the mediocre. I mean, I think it has reread value. Like yeah. I, I think that I, I think it's worth rereading because it takes you so long to kind of freely figure out what's going on with the characters. Yeah. So it's I would read it at least two or three times. Yeah, because by the end you get a sense of the characters, and if you read it again. Yeah, but I think that maybe you should try to get it for less than thirteen dollars. Yeah, thirteen is kind of steep. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that you know that. These, <laughs> he's holding the writing. You don't have to go home alone. Talking on your phone, but boy, I know what, I know what you're missing tonight, you're big and so strong, you need a little brother to boss around and play right, you can hold me down, I'll let you in, don't pull me too close or I'll pull you in, I can tell you like attention, that's just the thing that I'm Go back to...